All right, Jordan. Now what you need to do is debrief everybody on what happened in last week's episode in that Minnesota accent. Oh, thank you. All right then. Um, so last week we had a, a great old time up here. Uh, we ended up we ended up going on our on our merry way into District Four, even though we had no idea what we were doing in there. And uh, as we were in there, uh, we came across a couple of uh, ne'er do wells who decided that they were going to go snitch on us up to Catholics. So. Uh, Zodak, Master Zodak, went along and he decided to kill one of them, as well as his wife, which was not a great thing to do. <laughs> so uh, then he came back and told us exactly where the other one, who, what the other one looked like, and so sent Zodak and Balor on the or uh, Zok and Balor on their way to go take care of him as he brought Tucker along to try and figure out what to do with the kid that was left behind and orphans. And once we got there, Tucker decided we can try and wipe his memory. And Zodak decided that it'd be better off to train him to kill Zodak, the killer of the kid's parents. <laughs> I don't know who would allow this to happen. Somebody so with that the wheel. <clears throat> with that choice, the kid decided that he wanted to be trained to be a killer. Ain't that fun? <laughs> so uh we finished i can't do that anymore my cheeks are killing me that's the most you smiled ever i know <laughs> uh, but um we finished off i don't even think everyone made it back to the house yet nope no. we had just left the second house and um and i hadn't had the chance i told zodak to hold off on me wiping his memory until we everyone settled down for the night um just so that i could get the stuff together to properly wipe his mind and because it's a touchy spell um, I'll jump into character right now. Uh, because it's a touchy spell, I I just want to go over everything um, and make sure that I've got the the details ironed out beforehand, so I don't accidentally make you forget your your childhood or anything like that. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. Um, just tell me what I need to do, and I'll be there. Uh, Lickety split. Um... Tit tiddly do. Just getting into character. Is that what they say? <laughs> um, Master DM, you have. Um, I sent you the spell last time. Do you want me to do it again? Master DM? I'm sorry. I got distracted. I sent you gifts. Me too. <laughs> I sent you the last time of uh, where is it now? Oh boy! All this right. is of uh, modifying memory. Another creature's mind. One creature that uh, you can see make a wisdom saving throw, uh, but realistically, we are going to forego that because Zodak. Well, you can want also... his memory wiped. Well, yeah, and so that is actually a rule in Raw, which I love, where you can. Uh, mm -hmm purposefully uh, fail a saving throw if you want to which is wild so uh, 
Um, See, this is what I'm excited for. You must speak to the target to describe how its memories are affected. It Mm -hmm. must be able to understand your language. That part doesn't matter. But the fact that right now, Zodak trusts Tucker to the point that he is going to allow him to shape his memories as he sees fit. And because at that point, the spell would already be cast... Zodak cannot fight that since he would already forgo his will to fight against the spell and anything that Tucker would speak or say to him. Yeah. So that's where we will start off. So here's the, the scene right now. Uh, we open up Odin and Grayson are in this room. Now Tucker Zodak and Grayson have already had their conversation and they sent Grayson off to his room to kind of just relax and come to terms with everything that has just happened to him. The information he has received um, and this new life quest, he is about to adventure down Um, at the same time. uh, I'm assuming while Tucker is getting everything together, Zodak will probably make his way out of the house to go grab everybody else uh, because Tucker did specifically say he wants everybody here before the spells can actually go down. He needs time. And then this way we can get the group back together. So, Zodak, um, do you have any plans on going to find Zock and Balor, or are you just going to kind of go out willy-nilly? Uh, yeah, I'm going to head out and look directly for them because we need to get things on the road. So, yeah, I think I'll go look for them. All right, so Zock and Balor, you had just left the other... Um, uh, towns, po- towns, folks, uh, house. Um, after Zach just spoke to the gentleman and convinced him to keep his mouth shut, or he will be back to forever keep his mouth shut. Um, you guys leave the house. Um, where do you guys go from here? Um, I was just planning on heading back towards wherever we split up from before. I'm just following the robot. So I would say after not too much time, because realistic, you guys just went opposite directions. And somewhere some, somewhere along the way, you guys have had a written rule of um, just meeting back at taverns if you guys part ways, because that's just the one central location. Everybody knows that's where you go. Uh, yeah. uh, so the three of you meet outside of the tavern, uh, the Leaky Cauldron, or the, le- the Leaky Latrine. Yeah, Leaky Latrine. The Leaky Latrine. <laughs> Um, and as you guys get back in front of the tab through the window, you can see the barkeep eyeballing all of you. Like she's watching you everywhere you go in this city. Uh, am I there then? Am I part of this? Yes. Sorry. When you said three, the three of you are my in brain front of the went with Lucas. Cause he was there with them. <laughs> I forgot. He's a tree. Zodak, Zach and Balor in front of the leaky latrine. All right, yeah. I'm following. Um, hey, uh, did you guys find the other person? Consider it taken care of. Wonderful, yeah. He's dead. Oh. No. Why Phoenix. would I do that? I can't no, believe I'm it. just kidding. Yeah. I wouldn't just go into some rando's house and just <laughs> kill him. Well, yeah, I was thinking, I was like, that's so crazy. Like, who would go there and get to this point in their place where they're like, yeah, I got to murder these people. Because they yeah, know I mean, too much. That's I, Jack, I, but a little too. And dark I do for need me. to stop this here for just one moment. I want to know. Tucker has the the portable bathroom right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can only imagine Tucker is going to take care of the portable bathroom before he begins looking for materials for this spell. Am I am I correct in that assumption? 
Uh, no, uh, Tucker can't unless there's like a no because he wants to make sure it's a proper burial and it doesn't seem like there's anywhere to give a proper burial right now. Okay, that, that was part Fair of the enough. ruling when we did this. Does uh, it smell? No, it's in another dimension. The token doesn't, but I'm sure if we opened it, it does. There's. I'm gonna track how long time you know goes by before many, these. Do you know how many people have died in there and we just haven't cleaned it up? <laughs> it's only been what four. four? In okay, total? I cleaned it out. I cleaned it out before I gave it to you. It was my idea to put it in the door frame, and then when we pulled it away, I was like, "Take this. I'm not going to use this. I don't. Have, I don't have the need for a bathroom." Yeah, so I do believe there's technically four bodies in there, um, just rotting. Because we never said what we did with the bodies. Exactly. So, ergo, they still exist yeah. in this pocket dimension. Anyways, so anybody know Move Earth? I think I do. Hey, wait, you asked. Yes, does that doesn't help us? God definitely does. <laughs> <laughs> So the three of you um, have your conversation back and I'm assuming you guys are walking and talking because I'm hoping you learn from your last mistake about openly discussing things in public. Yeah, no, uh, but just, I don't want to make that assumption for you. All I was going to say was uh, uh, we procured lodging and it's uh, it's ready to go. So if you just follow me, we'll get you to the right place and get things picked up and chipper. Would you get us like a hotel? Uh, no, it's, it's crazy. We found a vacant house. Um, with, um, well, you'll see. It's pretty nice. I think you'll have a good time. Anyway, we're walking, cool. we're walking. Yeah, so you guys make your way back to that. Uh, the sun is starting to set. So realistically now would have been a good time to find, uh, your place for the evening. Um, as you've done many of times on your adventures, uh, during this adventure, you usually stay at the inn because it's just where most convenient how often do you have just a home you're able to just stay at yeah not very often. Uh, so the three of you make it back to this newfound house um and as you enter uh has tucker made it back to the house or is tucker still out um gathering supplies um tucker so big thing is i didn't actually have to gather supplies for this so much oh, nice. it's more just tucker's going through and like writing down what he's going to say because he only has a minute to say it okay are you actually writing right now just out of curiosity yes oh cool. that's awesome sorry that was that was out of character just asking because i was and i'm gonna get my time so, ready so we'll I've set the scene ready here, as well. oh good so we'll say it's six o'clock in the evening. Uh, it's probably dinner time. Uh, you don't see Odin anywhere. Um, you do hear him upstairs. Um, and for Zach and Balor, um, for as far as you can tell, Odin's talking to himself, um, which isn't out of pocket for Odin. He's a very opinionated bird, an angsty teen. Um, so it's not unusual for him to just speak it's, to himself loudly okay. in full it, conversation. It's been a minute. He would be like a man. Oh, and by the way, after this, like, um, no, never mind. I'll bring that up later. Listen, that was addressed in chat. So thanks for ruining it. I'm just kidding. Um, no, yeah. So when you guys do see Odin again, he has age, but we'll get there when he comes out. Uh, but as you guys enter the house, it's a it's a fairly nice house. Um, standard town folk you got your living room you've got the kitchen you've got the dining room upstairs are all of the bedrooms um and as you guys enter the house you see tucker at the table writing uh just vigorously 
Evening, gents. Wait. Uh, Zodak, you said this place was vacant. Uh, well, obviously, other than Tucker, I mean, like, <laughs> he wasn't with me. No, but there's, like, something cooking on the stove. There's, Probably like, Probably Tucker. Or What's cook? this picture on the mantle? Who are these people? So, I got... Zodak, I got this. He... There was uh, the man that Zodak was going after came through here. Yep, I came so, through uh, here, and uh, looks to make sure that Grayson isn't coming downstairs. And I, I guess before you can take, um, blood would have been spilled over both of these. Were was blood cleaned up, or did you just leave the blood that would have fallen from the bodies during their deaths? Just oh, he says clean up. at this point, Tucker would have cleaned it up. Okay. So, uh, so Balor and Zach, go ahead and roll perception for me then. Oh, there's no need. I have pressed the digitation, so it's okay. Ne- nope, never mind then. Gotcha. Never oh, mind. Hey, then. somebody mentioned that spell earlier. No, it was a preservation spell. Preservation. But it, but it starts the P and ends with an N, and that was good as much as my brain was going to do it. Um, That's why my oh, intelligence man. is low. <laughs> Uh, he was actually an agent of Kavlik, and he kind of did a number on the people who did live here. So we're going to be uh, taking care of the son who lives here now. Um, roll deception. All right. Can I give him my bonus? Because I'm going to be on this lie. I'm happy to back Can it up. I, it, yeah, if you're going to assist, add your deception modifier uh, to it. Yeah, uh, y'all know Zach is like the living lie detector, right? <laughs> yes. That is a feature he has. Well, that's going to be a plus two. That's going to be a 26 then. All right. So, Zot, give me that insight with advantage. Pull up my character sheet because I was a bad, bad robot and didn't have my. Disappointing. No. Does everybody have their dice available this go round? Of course. Yes. What kind of irresponsible dungeon <laughs> and dragons player would I be? 18 plus 6. 24. 24. Wow. You like that. Uh, so as far as Zach's aware, um, yeah, that seems to be the case. For the most part, true, too. <laughs> Are you an agent of Cavalier now? No, but an agent of somebody who came through <laughs> okay, and murdered that's... the parents. Um. I have to finish writing out this um, poem. Yeah, I, I got to finish writing this out, but uh, I'll be with you guys in just a bit. Okay. Zodak, correct oh. me if I'm wrong, yeah. but uh, did he just say we're responsible for a living child? Yeah, so he meant um, for whatever uh, reason. As Balor is talking, uh, Grayson does exit the room and is now standing atop the stairs overlooking uh, the three of you speaking in the living room. Ah, uh, speak of the child. Yes. yes. Okay. If you look up, he's just standing at the railing. This is Grayson, and um, his parents were the ones who lived here, and I told him that we would take him under our wing and teach him how to fight. Doc looks behind him for wings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to grab 
Zodak by the arm and like just turn him away from Grayson and say quietly, "What is? What are we doing? You realize we can't keep this thing. It's not like Odin. It's not like a bird. This is a human boy. We we get in fights and die about daily. Yeah. Well, (laughs) let let me ask you a question. You lost your family, yeah? I lost my family. But wouldn't you have felt so much better if you had us to teach you how to get revenge? Zach overhearing some of this? No. I would. <laughs> okay, first off, I'm clearly speaking to pride here. That's a very key point. Wrestling in my mind, because... Of course, I would want me as a dad, but <laughs> yeah, because let's be honest, we have now. canonically stated that Bo or Ballard doesn't have a whisper, right? Yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but he thinks he's being quiet. Grayson probably hears. That's okay. Going. No, he did not hear you. Actually, he's at the oh, top of the stairs, picking his nose like a weakling. He's thirteen. Simp. He's not. He's not four. <laughs> Oh, he's 13? Okay, yeah. that makes me feel yeah. a little bit better here because I, I thought he was like eight or nine years old. No, like, God, we're raising no. a child. No, we're raising like, a teenager. Teenager's one thing. I'm just saying, Moose, if you read the group chat once in a while, these answers would have been... I quite- have been busy. <laughs> <laughs> this Somebody is the kind from of chat just been me. I have been streaming and trying to keep people coming to this channel. Hey, I was streaming. <laughs> I streamed. I watched you stream. I have the capacity to stream. I just got it today. (laughs) Is there anything to drink in this house? I'm just going to walk to the kitchen and look for something to drink. Um, I have some tea going. You bloody know I'm not talking about tea. I start going through the cupboards. You know, I really think you should try some sometime. There's actually a tea from uh, Long Island from across the the way that or across the land that is legend has it was made for dragons uh valor while you're searching you do actually find a, a reasonably sized growler on the counter yeah oh, perfect i just take a big swig of it and lean against the counter and just hey, go ahead and roll constitution for me we can go grocery shopping tomorrow um to be fair um in your defense to, to the T. Uh, 17. Fair. Okay, you're good. To the uh, I still have that slash from last week, which I don't know good. what it means. Um, or you will get there. But yeah, uh, to be fair, um, in the defense of T, uh, over the pond, like he was speaking of, uh, there is an island of Long, and they've developed a tea that's basically just alcohol. Like I don't believe there's any tea in it at all, actually. Long Island's tea? Yeah, there is a child at the top of the stairs. Let's stay focused. Boy, what's your name? Uh, Grayson. Mm. Registered. <laughs> so so let me get did, this straight. The, the, did that the after team of you... Meeting. The team of you are going to take care... Uh, Grayson kind of leans down to the bird. Uh, everybody roll perception. Oh, 
that was like the best roll I've rolled in rolling rolls. Uh... I've... My prescription check is <laughs> 19. I'm looking at a pretty 24. Um, uh, 10 for Tucker. Uh, so Tucker and uh, Ballard don't, don't hear this. Uh, but Odin, the scene right now is Odin is sitting on the banister right next to Grayson. And Grayson kind of leans over. Are you sure these guys are going to be able to keep me safe? And Odin does look over the group for a moment. Not going to lie to you, uh, they die often. Somehow they're still here. I don't have an explanation. Um, their KD ratio is not great, but they're but they're here, so they can teach you something, obviously. How dare you, you silly You've bird. been to hell. I don't want to hear it. Hell's not, dying. Hell's not dead, mate. Hell is like a place on Earth. Um, that your soul goes to when your physical being is just finished. That's not. That's not even up for debate. Actually, hell's not on this plane at all. So um, it's not on Earth. It's, different vibrations for different don't folks. Don't we have some food to cook? It's cooking. Um, Zach at this point is gonna like after hearing him describe us to the child, he'll say, "No, no yeah, he's got a point." Or well, in <laughs> voice like, "No." He has a point, but Mike. like the little meme of the angel on Kronk's shoulder, like, no, no. <laughs> he's got, got a point. point. My KD is like 20 to 1. That's a 20 KD. <laughs> Mine's like 14 to like 3. I but as an adventurer, you really don't want that death ratio to be happening at all. 20 to 1 is not bad. That's 40 kills under my belt. <laughs> Yeah, Auth kind of went on me a lot. <laughs> like from day one, we we started this game. There's a beam through his chest, and then there was a foot through a his lightning chest. bolt. God, how many times has how many <laughs> Tucker died? Like four. How many times has Tucker gone to zero? At least four. <laughs> At least four. I can count four off the top of my head. Yeah, the I think foot it's like one is my favorite. <laughs> I think it's like Let's six. See, hold on, there, there was the lightning bolt. Stitch kicked him in the chest, stepped on him at one point. <laughs> I remember that. He kicked I think chest in. Off again, I went down right? twice during the fight with Off. Yeah, I was like, Off again on the sequel fight. <laughs> yeah. No! I think we Stop shared a bunk that. once and I rolled over, so that was one. And as you guys are talking about yourself, Grayson kind of just sits down next, and Odin jumps down off the banister. They're really not bad guys. I, I talk a lot of smack, but they're okay. Grayson, look at it this way. We're survivors like you. Uh, at the very least, we've been able to survive some of the most harrowing events that have seen this land and also, walked away from them. Clearly, we've cheated death at least six times apiece. So, like, and if you look at the cheat that person, you've got the right group. And if there's anything you're going to need to know to go on this, um, to f go through it with this task, it's you're going to need to know agree. how to cheat death. Uh, and as you say that, he, you see his head drop. I wish you guys could have taught my parents that. And he walks back into his room. Me too. And at this point, Odin stares at Zodak for a moment before following Grayson into his room. Anyway. Do we, 
do we have any leads on the guy that did this? Yeah. Um, real quick, retcon. Yeah. Um, just while we were while they were all out, um, can I say that I went a, a, out of the house, um, opened up the bathhouse, and I want to see if there w- were any like specifically like wedding rings or anything like that on the the parents of Grayson. Tokens. Yes. Yeah, tokens of some sort, like something that I could, specifically something that I could pass to him to give him something to bury. They both would have wedding rings. Perfect. And uh, I just, I want to make sure that I have those. Um, And then while I was out there, oh, I don't have anything like that. Uh, Very quickly for this scene, though, um, as you blow open the outhouse in the back, uh, you step foot um, and reek of death has like filled your nostrils as you look off into the corner uh, and you do see two bodies slumped um, and their decay has uh, begun to creep in. So you have two rather decayed bodies in one corner, uh, two fresh bodies in the other corner. Uh, But Zodak, I do believe would have been um, generous enough to have like that moment where like the couple holds hands as they pass off into the next life. I do believe Zodak would have them touching in some way, shape, right um yeah i'm assuming that the human nature of the bathhouse is not aiding in the smell at all at all so it's a full like yeah walks into the bathhouse yeah runs in panically trying to like pulls off the two rings and then runs out (coughs) all right that entire thing's getting buried i mean did you say the the magic words to make it shrink? Yes. Shrinkle dinkle do? Yep. Okay. Just make it's, it a, it's back to the bathhouse token now. I Beautiful. just needed to grab the rings for this. So you said we have a lead on who did this. Uh yeah. Uh, real quick, can I yes, recon? Can I recon we can, uh, we have to make things boom? Well, we can we can go over the lead tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Tucker chimes in immediately like we can go over the lead tomorrow <laughs> it's it's it was rough um when we first got here and I think that we could all just take tonight to uh, to settle ourselves and we can come up with a game plan tomorrow morning right and I drink um I just want to make it so if we ever do have to use the bathhouse just for context there is um Big a bow, gotta go, and then shrink a dinkle do to make it big and small. I think every spell just needs like a chant, and I felt weird that I haven't had one for it. I respect that. I'll allow it. Uh, So a little bit of time passes, um, and dinner is finished up cooking. Um, Tucker, as always, as Tucker does, uh, sets the table for everybody to eat. Food is out and not served to them, but he does bring food for everybody. Um, and Grayson, uh, very Grayson doesn't come downstairs. Uh, he just calls out from his room. I, I, I'm not, hum- I'm not hungry. <clears throat> eat, boy. <laughs> boy. Eat. So as oh, we're boy. eating, I'm just going to pose the question. Of course Sorry. I would, Valor. Right. Good to know. Noted. Jot something in journal. Comes back. <laughs> um, can I 
can I just be the asshole for a second? Uh, why is it our responsibility to take care of this kid? Aren't there somebody else around? Is there like an orphanage? Um, I'd like to give him the same speech that I gave Tucker last week. But as it turns out, I cannot remember. But I know I would have remembered in three minutes. I don't remember (laughs) in a week. But that speech was very influential or uh, uh, inspiring. And, you know, it really, if it can turn Tucker, I think it could turn anybody else. Just, just uh, cliff note something for the people that are yeah. watching, like Alec, who didn't get to experience um, that last week. I, I do apologize that this is going to be the cliff note of this is like tribute by Tenacious D. It sound <laughs> nothing like the actual song, but you'll get the energy. Um, basically, um, something like uh, Zodic, Zodic, um, uh, what, what is something very inspirational, like. You know, if he lives in an orphanage uh, or anybody here, we can't guarantee his safety. There's definitely no way he's going to get trained and he's just going to have to live with the pit of guilt. And as somebody who does that constantly, I don't want to have to see another person go through this all because of Kevlick. Not when we have the power to do something. I would have killed for somebody like us when I was his age, when I lost my brother, when I lost my whole family. But I was on my own. And then I found you lot, and here we are. We can offer that to him. A chance at a better life. Is it a better life? Yeah. We're going up against some real tough stuff here. How does a kid factor in? He's a teenager. How old were you when you made your first kill? Just out of curiosity. Seven. How old do you think the racing kid is? Uh, I don't. I don't know. He's a human. That's two years old. I don't know. I was about his age. <laughs> Basically, size when I was two. He's thirteen. How old are you? Me? Yeah. I'm. Um, uh, Pushing 80. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to tell me you were like 10 years old. I don't, I don't really know. Is that, is that accurate in Dragonborn years? <laughs> no, I think Dragonborns live on average like 75 years. Oh, so, you know, human years. Like 31. <laughs> like 31. Something like it. To be fair, um, I was 25 when we started on this mission, and uh, now I'm 47, so I think I'm a bit older and wiser than you. Thank you, Magic. <laughs> By default. Zoc will mention that he was two cycles old when he made his first kill. It's it's not a lot of cycles, mate. See what I'm saying? But if that kid rots in an orphanage with that much hate, what's to tell you that he's not going to go running on the street and try to start murdering people willy-nilly and get himself killed? Why is that our responsibility, though? That's what I'm saying. I know it's not the popular opinion, but that's what I'm saying. Zach will sort of lean in on at this point and say, this child, there is no clear discernible reason that we should be responsible for him. Sorry, Dragonborn to live to around 80. Thank you. Well, then how about this? You lot don't have to take him. You guys move on, and I'll stay back, and I'll raise the child myself. 
We are not trying to tell you no. We are simply trying to understand why. Because I'm, because I had to live like him, and um, I don't want to make the same mistake. Well, how many other children have become orphans because of Kavalek? Or, or because of us. all of them? Or because of us? We kind of just run rampant through the streets and focused on our goal and not really pay attention to who gets hurt. And it's worked fine. I have I worked to back up Goblin. I hate to back up Zodak on this one, but honestly, um, it seems like even more of a reason to help this kid out, since we can. Because we can't help out every orphan. We can't help out the or- every orphan that Kavlik's made. We can't help out every orphan we've made. Not at least until we finish this fight with Kavlik. Whereas this one, we can. He, We gave him the choice of setting him up with an orphanage, and he... He has to have us train him to help him hunt down his his parents' murder. He chose us. Yeah, we even um, offered <laughs> to wipe his memories of his family. Didn't take it. We never want to lose those. And so it's just he. We gave him the option of having having a clean slate, starting over with a a happy life, and. He didn't ha- he wouldn't have it. And so I feel like if we don't take him in now, he's either going to follow after us anyway or go out on his own and get himself killed. And at least with us, he has a a better chance of surviving. Besides, it is told by many cultures that there are ones who follow the ones who perform great deeds. Those who write the stories to be told for future generations. Are we the writers or are we the followers? I believe he is the writer. Either way, remains to be seen. And again, I think that he'd be better off with people who have seen honestly a bit too much and can help him avoid some of the nastier aspects. Otherwise, he's just going to go for them anyway. Also, I really want to try and keep him from selling his soul to a demon, devil, whatever it is you did, Zodak. Well, in his defense, I did too. Tucker would remember that. Well, (laughs) yeah, Tucker now learns that. Oh, Uh, what? I didn't tell you that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you think I got these magic powers? I just found them. I thought just because you were a dragon. Like, that's a thing that dragons do. Oh, I can do this stuff. That's why I got this hammer, dummy. So, yeah, we're going to try and keep one more person from selling their soul to the Lords of the Nine Hells. Hey, Um. if it gets him closer to taking down whoever killed his parents... Right. Or say it's worth it. Wrong. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Um, anyway, um, Your- weird pitch, changing the subject real quick. Does anybody know why we're here? Well, uh, here? No, but again, I uh, 
tonight I can cast that spell. Um, I might be a little tired tomorrow from doing it. I mean, hell, I'm tired today. Uh, I still have two points of exhaustion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I I can stay up a little late and um, message uh, Gint in his dreams and get all the information from him uh, that we need to start going after the... Or at least start getting the information that we need to start going after the leader of um, District 4. Uh, and moving forward from here, I mean, I think we can split out and do a couple. After we get that initial information, we can use that to move on out and try learn what we can, do some some information gathering of our own. Because mm. I can't so imagine. As... I'm sorry, go ahead. I can't imagine that there are no um, sympathizers in District 4 to the rebel cause. Wouldn't Guna know something about all that? She might. Um, It it might be worth going to try and get in contact with her because she's, what, just back at District 5 or 6? She's back in 6. So it might not be the worst idea if someone can get back there to try and contact her. Um, uh, that's a good idea. Yeah, he's a he's a raven, and he can fly. You guys really gonna make me do a scene talking to myself? Yes. Oh, I did it with, <laughs> with my other DM last week. Oh, was, it's so funny. It was, it was, was like it was like the Raven Queen's courtmaster, and like somebody that was being like sent to hell, and he had to do the whole interaction just for, <laughs> for the story bit. Loved it. Well, you, I you was also did it last week, you, too, didn't you? I was expecting you just to have Odin come back after a set amount of time and be like, yeah, Gilna said this. (laughs) That would make sense, but we're setting scenes, so we got to give the audience what they want. (laughs) The players what they want. So as you guys finish up your discussion, the scene's going to fade out, um, and some time is going to pass as you guys kind of mully over your food, eventually eating it. and it's probably 11 o'clock at this point. I'm assuming somebody at this point has probably gone up to check to see if Grayson is awake. Uh, and he is asleep. Um, and Odin is sitting on his nightstand uh, guarding the door. Um, as soon as somebody opens, as soon as the door cracks, uh, you see Odin gets um, immediately gets into a battle stance. Can I be the first one? Absolutely. Awesome. Zok is going to come into the room as silently as he can. Well, because he doesn't breathe. He doesn't make any like ambient noise besides like whatever his motions are. Right. Um, so he'll come in, see Odin in the battle stance and like take up like a like a oh <laughs> like, kind of stance. <laughs> like he'll get into a battle pose for a second and be like. Zok is the trying boy to is asleep. More, what do you want? Zok is trying to become more familiar with Odin. I so this it. is. This is a uh, this is an Odin and Grayson scene. Uh, so. so Odin uh, kind of lowers his stance a little bit. The boy is asleep. What do you want? The boy has responsibilities if he is going to stay with us. One the of boy those... has never had responsibility in his life. I understand. None of us do until we have to. You were a simple raven at one point, were you not? You were not existent at one point, were you not? I do not remember. Do you? <laughs> exactly. Um, 
I don't remember either. I'm going to get teary-eyed doing roleplay. <laughs> see, because it's dark. Ah, I get to hide. I'm not my... doing it right if you don't. All right. Um, Zach is going to. Um, Zach is going <laughs> to um, gently um, tug at the tug it like I assume he's under a blanket or something. Yeah. Zach is going to tug on the blanket a few times and um, try to rouse the child gently. Uh, Grayson slowly wakes up. Still, like, completely wow. covered. So, like, I, I'm, I'm just... What? Part. There is something... What? There is something in which my programming declares I must do. Can this not wait till morning? And he looks out the... It's... 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 Not, what? What? Um, Zock takes the club out of uh, his holster in the back and sets it down on the ground. And stands it up just by itself with the button. And I say, I need you to touch this. Can, can this not wait until morning? Evidently, it cannot. Zach is, um, Zach is sort of um, following an internal directive. Because as he saw the child for the first time, he said no words. But like a blue light flickered inside of his like peripheral vision for whatever reason. Uh, Grayson and Odin look at each other and Odin uh, as well as a Raven can like give a puzzled look with his eyes um, looks at Grayson not slightly nods at him in approval uh, and Grayson slumps out of bed um, rubs his eyes a little bit before grabbing the the rod and picking it up what is what do I need to hit you with it drop it and so he drops it and it clunks to the floor well, it's supernaturally heavy, so it would, like, crack the floor that it fell yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And I say, this is a You're breaking the floor. That's not That's not safe. You... Um, and as this scene's going on, I'm assuming somebody's still at the dining room table. Um, and as you look up, the support beam uh, that's directly above you guys uh, cracks a little bit and, du- or and sawdust uh, falls, falls onto the table. Cover my glass. <laughs> <laughs> Unbothered. Um, Zok says, there are two living creatures on this realm that can lift this club without assistance. You are now one of them. Don't understand why this couldn't have waited till morning. Neither do I. You're, you're uh, weird. Zok, Zok, at this point, takes off the hat and reveals that he is... The what the shit?! He says, you do not need to tell me that I am weird. Uh, he scatters back very quickly, and Odin jumps in between the two of you uh, before turning to Grayson. Um, he <laughs> doesn't have much um, g- grace. Uh, and Grayson's up into the corner of his bed uh, with the covers like tucked under his face. If we are going to be responsible for you, we are going to need you to be able to protect yourself if you need it. Uh, Tucker! Um, Zach says, I'm sorry for upsetting you. My program... Uh, Tucker, as you run up the steps because Grayson called out, you in the scene you walk into, you see Grayson 
up against the corner of his bed with the blanket under his face, Odin in between Zach and Grayson and and Zach is just standing there in the middle of the room with the moonlight gleaming off of his uh, mechanical face. Um, and he's completely not disrobed himself. But like he's showing off his war or uh, war forged features. <laughs> um, Tucker runs in and immediately because he can't see the full picture going on immediately just goes, <laughs> and throws out dancing lights <laughs> so that the room is well lit and just oh and now you can see Grayson's terrified face um he made me grab his rod <laughs> you worded it like that so, I did you did so you said it <laughs> try not to ruin the moment <laughs> um Zock will turn to Tucker and say, I am not 100% aware of why I needed to speak with the child, but something in me told me that he must be the next bearer of this weight. And then Pun he intended. Up, yes, he picks up the club, like dislodging it from the floorboard and putting it up back on his back. He can handle it. And Zach walks out without giving any further explanation as to why he says he can handle it. All right. Um, Grayson, I promise he means well. And honestly, what happened right there bodes well for your training. Can I go back to sleep now? Of course. Do you want me to leave one of the lights in here? And uh, maybe. Can you put it under the bed so it's not so bright? Absolutely. Put one of the lights under the bed and it just slowly like underglow. Yeah. And, and Odin walks over to you uh, and kind of picks up his fin like he's trying to like cover his beak to like whisper to you. Uh, we should probably let the boy sleep. Um, probably doesn't need any more interruptions tonight. That's what I figured. Um Zach just doesn't have any sort of social cue <laughs> at all. <laughs> like the little light goes off in his head, and he's just like, "This is the thing I'm doing now." <laughs> it's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, so <laughs> uh, so this uh, we're gonna finish the night with the spell, um, and for dramatic effect uh playing off the statement of uh starting anew um i'm gonna say this spell has to be done uh finished up as the clock strikes midnight for i don't know magical effect to actually take place all right so we're doing it at 11 59 on the nose we're waiting for the second hand yes. to tick right did you get my request right. jordan what's that on discord yes i did oh beautiful so <laughs> um with that uh, all right, Zodak, I just need you to sit down here. Okay. And I'll sit down here. And you're going to feel this weird sensation blanketing over your, your mind. I need you to not fight it, okay? Zach and Balor, are you watching this spell take place? That's what place? I was going to ask. Where are we? Uh, that's entirely up to you guys. Well, um, um, would they have, like, slumped off silently, or would they have, like, made a... We're not gonna make a weird announcement about it, you know. It's, yeah, right. Why? Because you, you That's probably don't want us brick. to draw attention to it, right? Nope. Because I probably would have asked you throughout the night while you're writing or whatever, what you were doing. 
Oh, I'm just, uh, I'm working on a, a, I'm working on some poetry and also every once in a while just making, trying to figure out a, a grocery list for tomorrow. So if you have any ideas on what we might need for supplies, let me know. Uh, Doc wants to have like tapped Zodak on the shoulder at some point in the night and been like, I hope that we can avenge this boy's parents one day. It'll be nice for him to see us help him find the closure. Oh, trust me, mate. I know we will. I have a feeling Just, that he'll be taken care of. Just add some jacket to the list. And I go and sit on, if there's some sort of couch. Yeah. And I drink until I fall asleep. <laughs> uh, how many drinks have you had? Five. Um, how long is it? How long? Time? Uh, you ate dinner at six, and it's uh, closing in on midnight. So, I've probably had five, three more. Uh, give me three more Constitution checks. Listen, I can handle my liquor, okay? Um, these are checks or safes? Checks. Okay, eight. 11, 15. Uh, add two tally marks to your, wherever you're tracking those. Okay. He's going to be hung over for three whole hours. I'm just fall asleep on the couch. Is there a couch? Yeah. Is this bougie yeah. house? Yes. A straw, a bundle of straw in the corner. I don't know. <laughs> so to break it down, in the living room, there's going to be a long couch and two chairs uh, with a table in the middle. Upstairs, there's Grayson's room. Uh, there's one additional spare room, and then there's the master bedroom. Yeah. Okay. So I don't see this happening. Uh, what's Zach doing this evening? Zach is going to keep watch at the door since, you know, doesn't need to sleep. Is Zach an internal watch dog, for lack of a better term, or like outside? Uh, Zach will stay inside. Just okay. Want to draw any unnecessary attention to the building? He's more of a watchdog legion. So I'm assuming he'd probably chat with Balor until Balor drifted off to sleep. I don't Balor. think Balor would be conscious <laughs> after the level of drinking he's been doing. It's only been three. Okay. <laughs> I don't know the judgment. It's only been three. three. <laughs> I'm like uh, so 300 pounds, I can handle Tucker, where do you take Zodak? Mugs. Um, We're going to go on a walk. I think I'll go for a walk outside. Forget everything that I did. <laughs> uh, it's a fairly empty night. Uh, there's a few uh, late night drinkers and uh, late night walkers, but for the most part, uh, the town is asleep. I want to find somewhere uh, quiet in an alleyway. Hopefully in an alleyway. Okay. And then I want to make the portable bathhouse door appear. Can it ironically be the same alleyway that he killed Grayson's parents in? <laughs> I think no, killing in the alleyway in their home. Yeah, it's Read Dick. It's Dick Crime Mason. Alley? Are we going to Crime Alley? Not. <laughs> uh, so, uh, just for storytelling fittingness, and it works. Uh, you guys actually find yourself just walking. You find yourself in um, the the leaky latrines alleyway. 
Um, and as you are walking past there, uh, Tucker, you take the token and cast, uh, what was the spell? Oh, Bibbidi Bo, I gotta go. Bibbidi Bo, I gotta go, or something like that. Yeah, Bibbidi Bo, I've got to go. Uh, and as you say that, the token expands to fit perfectly into the width of the alleyway. Um, and standing before you is the entrance to uh, the portable bathroom. Um, and even at the distance you're at, you can smell the fumes. Uh, you can almost see the stench lines as they are vacating the bathroom. All right. So. Are you ready for this? Uh, yeah, mate. Let's do it. All right. So, I set him down. Set him down. I sit opposite from him. I make sure that he can see Grayson's parents lying next to us. All right. Uh, and also then in the opposite corner, you see, also see the other two decaying bodies. Right. <laughs> All right. And so um, I close my eyes, cast the incantation, make the hand signs, and Zodak is charmed by me, and I have a minute to get this thing over with. All right, I'm, I'm going to set a timer so you can focus on doing you. All right. Um, all right, Zodak, you followed an agent of Kavlik to the house. He held Grayson's parents hostage. You tried to get them free, but the agent, Kados, used them and their death to distract you and escape. You never got a good look at his face, just heard someone talking to him at the bar. In the killing of Grayson's parents, their bodies were disintegrated by powerful magics Nothing remained but their wedding rings. And you figured it would be a good idea to give them to him so he'd have something to bury still. Now, let's get on out of here quickly because we only got 20 seconds before the spell ends. And I walk Zodak out of the bathhouse, close it. Say the spell, say the words. I can't remember them off the top of my head. Um, and Zodak pops out of the spell, has no memory of it, and has the modified memories of this afternoon. Uh, so Zodak, uh, you come too, um, and you are just in the alleyway of the leaky latrine. Uh, oh, wait, mate. Do we, do we go out for a drink? Um... Yeah, we, we decided we would try and surprise Balor tomorrow morning with some uh, alcohol from here real quick. I figured we might be able to stop by and grab something uh, since I didn't get thrown out and you invited uh, you invited yourself to come along. Well, hey, it sounds like something I'll do. All right. Well, yeah, but um, they, did, yeah. they didn't let me in anyway. They said I look too young to drink, so. You look great for your age, mate. Yeah, let's, um, like you said, back then. Yeah, we may as well. Uh, so we'll finish this scene. Uh, you guys are walking through town. Um, it's just the two of you on this street. Uh, Zodak is walking uh, without a care in the world. Uh, he is relaxed and leisure. Wait, uh, real Tucker quick. Hand. Can I take I'm a sorry, look? Go ahead. Can I look back at the alley? Just still a little confused at how I got there. Uh, uh, roll. Uh, just give me a wisdom check. 
Well, that was a 15. Let me get my bonus. Uh, oh no! Shh. I hope that's not that's not a good thing. I don't think I rolled really high. Um, wait, is this, it's not a save. It's just a check, right? Just a check. Okay, cool. It's just 18. Uh, yeah. So you, uh, it feels strange that you don't remember anything from the last half hour, um, but it's nothing to cause enough concern for you to really pay it too much mind. Uh, you just kind of chalk it up. It's been a stressful day, and you probably just fell asleep, started sleepwalking. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, let's get you home. Uh, you, you're going to need all the energy you can to deal with Grayson over the next couple of weeks. I feel like he's going to be a bit of a handful. <laughs> um, I'm counting on it, mate. Let's do it. Uh, and as you guys say that, you uh, walk into the horizon. Um, and just for a brief moment, the, the scene would switch uh, to Zodak being completely at peace. Uh, but Tucker, uh, his eyes are no longer as peaceful as they once were. Um, it almost looks like his eyes alone have aged um, as he is now the sole carrier of just the darkest secret this group probably has ever had. He pats the pocket that Zodak's note is in. Uh, and just so from I know, who has the rings? Uh, Zodak does right now. Okay. Uh, so you guys make it back to the house. Uh, Balor is slumped out on the couch. Uh, a beer has spilled onto the floor that he did not finish. Uh, and Zach has just got his one red eye uh, laser beamed onto the door. Uh, as soon as the door cracks, Zodak, uh, his laser pin eye goes wide eye to uh, show his alertness that he is aware that movement has taken place, uh, but Zach, you just see Tucker and Zodak re-enter the home. Bars were closed. I, I just lower the sniper rifle that I had <laughs> trained at the door. You're like, <laughs> all right, yeah, that's what I call protection, mate. Look, that's good. No one's getting in here without your knowing. D- DoorDash driver comes by. <laughs> <laughs> you were not authorized. Uh, so where the, do the two of you go to sleep? Um, I'm going to go uh, to sleep outside his door. You're going to sleep outside Grayson's door? Yeah. Just on the ground? Yep. Well, up against okay. it, like back against the wall. Uh, like into the door or opposite of the door on the on the wall? So you can look at the door or be on the door? I was thinking like if this was the door, I'd be like on the side of it. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then Tucker? Um, Tucker makes his way up onto the roof. Okay. Uh, yeah. So just at the end of the upstairs hallway, um, instead of turning or walking straight into the master bedroom, uh, there's just the ladder that goes directly up with a small trap door to get onto the roof. So climb up out there and just kind of spend the last hour before I fall asleep talking to the spirit Naga. Okay. Uh, do you want to do that? Uh, it's it's more just uh, chatting with somebody yeah. until you go to bed. Okay, gotcha. Like, I don't I don't think you can answer this because it's less of a lore question, more of a ethics question. But are we doing the right thing? Uh, define right. Yeah, um, you're not going to be any morally, help ethically. Um, does the end justify the means to you? I don't know. Uh, I can't answer that. I can tell you my thoughts and opinions on it. 
uh, but I'm a part of you. I am not you. I cannot answer this question. Yeah, I thought not. What's that story? Uh, and... <laughs> it's not for the next hour. <laughs> uh, so we'll fade this scene out as uh, Tucker's arm is just transformed into the spirit Nagi, and the two of them uh, speak until Tucker falls asleep. Um, and so we'll go into the next morning. Um, and it's fairly early in the morning. Um, Grayson uh, leaves his room. Odin is still asleep. Uh, but uh, it is dark, and he does trip over Zodak's foot as he tries to leave his room. Uh, what do you, what do you, why are you, there's a spare room right there. Yeah, uh, sorry, mate. I uh, thought I'd protect you just in case your killer came back. Um, th thanks, thanks. I was just going to go outside for a little bit. Uh, you want company? Or? Uh, he looks back into the room and Odin is completely slumped on the bed, uh, passed out completely. Uh, I mean, if you want to, don't feel obligated. Yeah, I could probably use a walk, get, uh, get the old limbs stretching. Uh, so as you guys make your way down the stairs, uh, Balor's got drool running down his chin, and it's, a, and it's an uncomfortable amount. His head's at the awkward angle, so the drool's not coming off of the bed. It's just, like, slumped onto his chest. Um, and then, per usual, with Zock, Zock is still on guard with the door. Uh, and Grayson kind of leans back to Zodak. Um, is he? He always like this. Oh yeah, mate. No, he doesn't sleep. Uh, also, don't try to lie to him, cause uh, that's not gonna work. This is gonna take some getting used to. Oh yeah, don't trust um, me. It's a bit of a strange thing. Zach, uh, so as he goes, like walk towards the, the doors, it's going to shut, and we'll say, "I can hear you." <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Uh, so as you guys make your way outside, uh, Grayson doesn't say much as he walks to a bench not far from the house. Um, and the bench just looks down the road um, east as uh, and the two of you watch uh, the sun rise over District 4. It sounds lovely. Oh, um, sorry. Uh, before going to sleep, first thing I do getting up on or before going up onto the roof, I do need to cast Dream. Um Oh, yes, so, let's do that. Talk to Kent. Oh, yeah, we probably should do that. <laughs> really neat. Okay. Meanwhile. Um, yeah, so I lay out the... God, this is going to screw with me tomorrow, I'm sure of it. But I lay out the, the handful of sand, uh, the dab of ink, and pull out the crumpled up uh, dove feather and start writing runes in the sand and then sit down in front of it and after a little while slump off to sleep and uh, so as you drift off into sleep um you tucker um kind of have an out of body experience uh, because you feel yourself go to sleep uh, but the next thing you know you tucker uh wakes up um, and as you go to sit up, your head doesn't sit up. Uh, but you are now uh, walking amongst the spirit realm um, completely out of your body. 
Um, and at this point, uh, the spirit Nagi is not a part of you, uh, but she, her physical being is now here with you. Oh, that's cool. I'm going to put a pin in that and come back to it later because that's dope. <laughs> um, and I go straight to, uh, since I know Gint, I'm going to make my way to his dreams. Okay, uh, so you go to step off of the roof, um, and as Tucker consciously would think, uh, he's going to fall, uh, but subconsciously he knows that he can do anything in this dream state. Uh, so he begins to walk a little bit, and then he begins to run, um, and then uh, the spirit now he kind of nudges you, uh, and it ushers for you to climb atop of her. Hmm. Uh, much appreciated, thank you. Um, and as you do that, she begins to slither fist faster and faster, uh, but she begins to go in a spiral formation. Uh, and the spiral gets tighter and tighter and tighter. Um, and before you know, uh, you are going at an accelerating speed. Um, and in a mo moment, you blip out of the area you were in, uh, and you are now in pitch blackness. Well, it's a really good thing that my physical body is not here because... If it was, I don't think I'd be holding on to the stew that we ate earlier. That was rough. Uh, that's not my voice. Who is? I don't like this. Gint? Um, am I talking to myself in a dream? That's not my voice. Why do I know that voice? It's it's Tucker. T what what are you what are you doing? Why are you in my dream? It's uh well I mean it's magic uh I. I've hoped that that might be a little more obvious, but um, we didn't know how to find you and uh, figured this was the best way for me to do it because um, otherwise we might be figured out. Stand up. Oh, give me a moment. Um, and some time passes before uh, very weakly and um, as like an old man trying to get out of bed. Um <laughs> Gint's physical form slowly rises from the blackness, and it is now you sitting on the spirit Nagi and uh, Gint just standing amongst a uh, a black realm. So, um, me and the fellows are in District 4 now. Ah, so there's hope that you may find me, if there's right. time. Well, and that's kind of why I wanted to try and make contact with you because um, we kind of left in a hurry for district four and didn't really get any Intel on it before making our way here. So I was hoping you could pass on whatever Intel you have gathered and what, at least give us a you mean you Aaron was waiting for you. Aaron, she, she had Aaron, our leader. She had important information for you. Where was she supposed to be waiting? She was supposed to be waiting outside the rusty hook. We didn't see her. I, <laughs> did Did you see anybody? Um, no. Um, I. The rusty hook was empty. I mean, the only person there was. Uh, Tucker says name with confidence. Tin. Yeah. Tin. <laughs> tin. Uh, the only person there was Tin, as far as I remember. I mean, I, I was even low on mission to District 2. What? Tin's been gone, and Tin uh, was not expected back for weeks. 
Well then, we received word that we finally found the king's guard, the second king's guard. He went out to go find out. Then I think the rebellion got got, and uh, at the moment, I think the four of us, uh, five of us, uh, might be the only ones who. That explains this feeling I have. Because we, we were also told that um, people across the uh, leaders throughout of the rebellion throughout the districts um, on their own missions didn't respond, didn't didn't um, check back in or anything, um, and so we got worried that they might have been captured or worse. So we made our way to District Four to try and press forward, and uh, thinking back, that was on the suggestion of tin who might not have been tin after all uh boy i may have bad news for you uh roll arcana oh i'm gonna give i'm gonna say thank you for that right now because <laughs> even rolling an eight that is a dirty 20 jesus <laughs> um I'm assuming Tucker has dream walked before. Is this his first time? This is his first time. Okay. Uh, with a dirty 20 and your just knowledge of match. So you still, you are fully aware. You can feel your physical body. You can feel the backs. If you think about it, you can feel the backs of your legs um, being indented by the pebbles of the shingles on the roof. But as you look at Gint, he is not as material as you are. He is much more transparent. Um, you would make an educated guess uh, that Gint's body is gone and you are speaking with an aberration of him. Gint, did you... You're not dead, are you? Uh, I don't think I'm alive. I I don't remember much, but I don't think I'm anywhere. All right. Well, uh, looks like we might be in worse shape than we initially thought. But you were investigating District 4, right? No. Oh. Who was? Four is a state of limbo. We've been speaking with the King's Guard of Four for a great while now. He was ready to join us, but he had stipulations for what he needed to assist us. Uh, I, I did come here to finally find out what that was. Um, I, I, I don't think I'm, I made it. You see, then real quick, can you tell me where the other leaders are at last you knew? Because you said Tin is in District 2? Tin went to 2. Aaron needed to directly speak with you, so she was waiting at the Rusty Hook. Bagu went... Where did Bagu go? Bagu went to find Boo. He was very 
adamant about finding Boo. I'm not. Wh- who is this Boo? Uh, he's a bugbear that we became friends with. Um, we freed him from Kavlik's, uh We freed him from imprisonment earlier on, and uh, sent him ahead to help us scout in District Three. I believe, yeah, three. And so Bagu must be must have been headed towards District Three to try and meet up with Boo. Then we had bad intel because Flynn. Flynn and Wilton also went to three. I I don't know what, but I think Dawn is up to something. He's come off the radar, and that's not like Dawn. He's very adamant about being renowned through not only his district, but all of them. Who's who's Dawn? Thawne. Thawne, oh. All right. Well, then. Looks like we might have our work cut out for us moving forward. Um, I tell you, I have faith in you, uh, but I feel nothing. I don't know if we're going to have the ability to speak again, Boyo. All right, then. Um, And as you begin to speak, you feel the area begin to shake. Um, And as you look around you beneath Gint's feet, uh, you see razor sharp claws pierce through the veil and shred into him as lava shoots into this dark filled empty space as Gint's body is crumbled beneath the hand and ripped into the ground so to speak, beneath you. Um, And a voice uh, you can't physically hear, but speaks into your brain. Don't worry. I'll be home soon. Uh, And in a snap of uh, you awake atop the house, uh, and it is morning time. The sun has uh, broken over the horizon, is now dancing on your face. Uh, I jump back down the trap door and just go running through the house. I <laughs> running down the hallway. I hop over Zodak's feet, slap him in the face as I'm running past. <laughs> uh, Z- right now, Zodak and Grayson are actually outside still. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. They went yeah. out to watch the sunrise. Yeah. Okay. Uh, running yeah. downstairs and just, uh, guys, guys, guys. Uh, I just learned some distressing is an understatement but that's the word i'm going to use some distressing news as you pan you look up the stairs uh and you see odin walking out of the bathroom with a shower cap and a towel tucked under his wings (laughs) i need five minutes why is it always the end of the world with you um because it might actually be the end of the rebellion this time and as you say that uh zodak and grayson walk through the front door uh, so, um, Gint's dead. Zock lowers the rifle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not a white shot. I was assuming out of respect, but, um. um Maybe both, but you'll never know. Uh, Gint's dead. Um. Oh. 
I think, was it a female's voice that I heard say, I'll be home soon? Yes, and it's a voice you've heard before. Mother's? Mommy? Yes. Okay. Uh, Mother. I don't know exactly how their whole thing works. Oh, was that? I'm going to assume that was not a long rest for me since I was casting a spell the whole time. Correct. So I have another point of exhaustion from staying up all night. My friend, you need to get that checked out. Um, oh, oh Chuck, uh, you look terrible. Speak for yourself. You, you, look, you look equally as bad. Literally. <laughs> what are you talking about? I look great all the time. <laughs> Does he look as bad as me or... At this point, Grayson's not really paying attention to anything, uh, but he's just staring at Zok, who still has the rifle out. It's just lowered from a headshot to like a knee shot right now. Well, he, he's just like sat back at a relaxed position, not like pointing it. It's just sort of and like, I, and no, lap. not pointing. It's just lowered. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the fact that Zok is relaxed while everybody else's energy uh, is just chaotic. Grayson does not know how to feel right now. He's just standing there wide-eyed. Zok puts the rifle uh, puts the rifle on his back and says, you need to tell us everything you know, Tucker, and how. We cannot simply accept these words right. without any sort of precedence. So I used that spell, um, the, the whole dream-talking thing, to try and talk to Gint. Um, in doing so, realized that he wasn't anchored like I was. Um, and at the end of the vision of talking to him in the dreams, he got grabbed by what I can only assume is mom, mother, uh, as her claw ripped through the the dream veil. I, I, I see where the, I see where the, the words are going and Zach holds up a hand and says, please, I need everybody to roll insight or roll perception. Three. Ooh, that's a seven from Tucker. I'll be a 14. That's a 23. Damn. <laughs> Try to sneak something by Zach. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Holding the sniper rifle. You think I ain't going to see it? Uh, Valor, what'd you roll? Three. I have to pee. I'll be right back. Wait, I should wait until you say what you're going to say. Uh, yeah, because you are the only one who would have seen this. Uh, but you see the color in Grayson's face uh, completely dissipate as soon as the uh, the name mother is said out loud. Z uh, Zodak, or sorry, Zach runs over to try to catch him because he's obviously about to faint. And he does. Zach puts him in the chair that he was just sitting in for the sniper post and um, says, we should get him some water. Uh, and Odin comes flying across the room and looks up at you. I can't leave you for two minutes with this kid. You might be right. Um... But so uh, talking, to, talking to Gint, I learned um, that um, Tin, what's that? Oh, okay. Uh, I learned yeah. that Tin didn't actually, wasn't actually at the Rusty Hook. Um, uh, all of you, you roll. Uh, what's a memory? Would that just be wisdom? 
history if we're putting a title? Uh, I'd say intelligence. I don't know whether it would be history if it'd be a specific skill. Yeah, just roll straight up intelligence. Two. Seven. <laughs> um, is it a saving or just a regular? Uh, straight up and down. Thirteen. Uh, so yeah, you did. Uh, I rolled for Zach and he crit failed. Um, now that you think back on it, Zodek, uh, you recognize those characteristics, uh, not to be like tin, uh, but like another dragonborn, you know, uh, a far more aggressive dragonborn, uh, who's always got a thorn in his side. Ah, Valor. <laughs> yes. Um, and then when you think back on it, uh, clearly it can't be Balor. Balor's with you. Oh, guys! I think we've been hit again. Like yeah. that's that's um, two in a day. We're not doing so great. Aaron was supposed to be waiting outside the hook or at the hook um, for us to give us our next mission, and Tin was actually in District Two. Gint was on his way to four, but said that he never actually made it. Um, with Bagu was supposed to go be going to meet Boo at District 3, and Flynn and Witten were also um, in 3, gathering intel. Uh, Thon is... Again, said that Thon had gone off the radar as well, which isn't like Thon. Um, Thon likes to be known. He likes to be established. And... Uh, they stopped hearing from him after a while, so, or recently, I should say. So, um, I think at this point, we might be on our own. So, what you mean is that wasn't Tin? No, it was you. What? No, wait. <laughs> well, I was there. Well, yeah, but so are you. There's two of yous. And it's a bit weird that you didn't reckon it. Well, I guess not when you think about it. Because, like, I, I read something once where if you saw yourself, you wouldn't know that it was you because you wouldn't recognize yourself because we see ourselves. As it's, I think it's really a metaphor for I'm getting off trick. Um, yeah, so God, I'm so drunk, aren't I? Basically, <laughs> I remember the doppelgangers. I think they're big. Obviously, it wasn't you who destroyed the temple, but they said it was you. I'm telling you, I think they're big. And remember, I thought I saw Tucker, but Tucker wasn't there. So what if she got a different version of the group? What if we technically showed up, but it wasn't us? Oh. Uh, and Zodak, as you say that, roll perception for me real quick. You see Tucker oh on the other God. side of the window making a face at you. It was eight and eighteen <clears throat> plus. I'm not that ballsy, uh, but you do see Grayson has woken up and is once again wide eyed at the fact that there are uh, is not only your group uh, but another group of you. We're just so good that they couldn't be just one of us. Nice and they had to here. make us twice. My life what, used to what? be so simple. Uh-huh, what was your problem? Why'd you fall asleep right just now? So can tired. <laughs> what a mess. I I faint I fainted. 
technically, uh, why t- Tucker's right? Can change that. You don't have to be here. I don't know where I want to be. I've never been out really outside this house, besides school. The world feels so dang- dangerous. I feel like such a child for saying that. It's it's almost you like a character does a child exist before we uh before we created it. All right, <laughs> hear me out. Kid up. The kid has a point, and here's what I think we should do. Clearly, drop him at an orphanage. Fuck this. <laughs> nope, not that. Farthest thing from that. Um, like direct. That's east. I want to go. Like and as waste. you're talking, he stands up like as heroically in a 13 year old's head as he can. Uh, he stomps his foot. Teach me to fight. Well, yeah, kid, that's kind of the plan. If you'd sit down for a second, <laughs> I mean uh, that with love. Okay. Good energy. Uh, and you, his Keep face is defeated as he sits back down. Best to teach him lost now. That's the best thing we're good at. So, um, losing allies. My. My thought process is we camp out in 5th District. We have a friend. We do some reconnaissance, try to find out a doppelgangers. We go under the disguise. Bella, maybe you sit back. Um, not very good at disguise. And do what? Train the boy, teach him, make him strong. And uh, us with, um, oh, what's the word? Um... Uh, What's tact. That? Yeah, tact. That's the exact word. Thank you, walking dictionary. Um, What's that mean? Uh, dictionary? Yeah, it's, a it's a book. And in that book, there's definitions of every word. I think you I'm know at least five of them. I'm going to throw in my vicinity at Zodak. I want to try uh, to catch it. You throw your mug at him. Can I try uh, to catch we'll it? I throw my mug. Tact is what you use to put up on the wall. That would be a 16. Uh, you Nine. catch it, and as soon as you do, uh, Grayson looks... Can I learn from you? That was cool. <laughs> Trust me, kid. I've got all the plans to teach you. Whatever. Um, I want to set <laughs> the mug down. Um, so, thoughts, everyone? I hate it. Well, I think... Who, who better to make him big and strong? Well, I also... I don't think... I don't think it'd be... Um, terrible to have Balor out there with us um, at times. He can be persuasive in the right way sometimes. Show them your angry face, Balor. I'm going to use I'm going to use um, intimidating presence. <laughs> I'm I, uh, Everybody has to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh God! Um, whatever you do, uh, Balor, um, Grayson does the exact same face uh, with such incredible precision. Uh, you guys are kind of like shook. Uh, I got a sixteen. I'm I'm charmed by Balor, so it doesn't work. Is that against fear? Yeah. All right. 15. Yeah, I'll, I'll get you next Stop time. Goes. <laughs> Tucker's just standing in front of Valor as he does it and goes, see? It was, but it was kind of scary, right? 
Oh, the kid terrible. roll. The kid roll. Nothing. The kid clearly uh, the wasn't kid rolled a twenty-two on performance to replicate you. Oh, okay. Jeez. Right. Maybe Nick teach him. All right. That's my plan. Yeah, I would wait, like to do more. Anybody say Nick's? <laughs> anybody good. say Nick's on two days? Uh, he was here last. Yes. He was here yesterday. Oh God! Uh, and Thank as God you guys think about that, uh, you guys realize you haven't seen Nick. Um, since you guys split up to go to the other house. Interesting. <sighs> Interesting. He was with us I mean, at the other house. To think on this as I page. <laughs> I made it this far, you guys. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to tap out after that. Not for the night. I just also have to pee. Should I do that now? Why don't we just take a five-minute break real quick? Yeah, why would I do that? Like, why would we do it back-to-back? Yeah. I'm an idiot. What is this? What is this? School? Jesus. All right. Five-minute break. <laughs> Chat, come and ask us more questions while we wait. Yes, please. I love I need for something. Please. I love answering questions for Tucker. I, I want to build lore. I want to build yes. lore. I want someone to, I definitely want to hear some more questions about Zoc. I just I can't think of any right now. Yeah, for real, me neither. John doesn't want Gilma to be dead. Also, I don't know. Can you guys hear us? Who right knows? Yes, they can hear us. We did this last week. Um, they can't see us, but they can still hear our audio. Okay, good, 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 good. Because I know my Be Right Back screen is muted. Popcorn. Oh, this will do. So, God, did you like my little, uh, my little moment with him? I did. I also liked my comment, no matter how terrible it was at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. I just figure, like, th- like if that's going to be a thing that happens, it has to be, like, completely out of Zock's hands. Like, he had, like, that was... Just, oh, 100%. He was driven to do that. Little blue light going off and as a blink in the, its peripheral until it's done. So, John's got a question for you. How is Zock handling the Enchanted Crush? Oh, he does not feel anything. Like, Zach does not have a soul, so he does not hold the capacity to love. But, like, anything that Ballard does that would, like, be seen as abrasive, he sees as charming or and uh, or uh, ador- uh, adorable. So he's just like, you're so handsome. Like, he just knows that that's a classification. And, like, figure, like, you know how... Um, you know how the Saiyans came down on um, Earth with the scanners? And they it showed like power levels for everybody. Oh yeah. Figure like that's how Zoc sees people, and like he keeps a running database of people, like to be able to like. So every time you look at Balor, it just flashes over nine thousand. No, no, no. It's just like <laughs> he sees like dossiers for anybody that he knows, but like the second he looks at Balor, it's just like kawaii cat images and like <laughs> like woo stuff all over him. <laughs> And then DJ asked us, what's the definition of insanity in this world? Um, I guess that would be repeating the, uh, repeating the same event again and again with expecting a different result. <laughs> uh, realistically, um, with magic being a known thing, the only time insanity is going to come into play uh, is when deities like Cthulhu get involved with the world or any Cthulhu-like similarities um just in that realm of just pure chaotic magic that if anybody gets involved with them um then insanity um is immediately triggered 
then there are different levels of insanity, aren't there? Yes. Um, so technically, 5E doesn't do a lot of insanity. Um, Call of Cthulhu does a really good job of um, in the insanity spectrum. Uh, Call of Cthulhu, you are constantly seeing these chaotic type things. Uh, so as long as far as you have your health meter, but you also have an insanity meter. Um, and so I've been trying to figure out a way to implement that into fifth edition. Uh, but Call of Cthulhu doesn't really port over super easily because they have completely contrarian uh, dice rolling systems. Uh, when it comes to Call of Cthulhu, you want to roll over under your number instead of over your number. And I think it's all D100 based. Well, and there's like cellular insanity, right? Mm, yeah. You know, insane in the membrane. Are we going to have a ground dog situation foreseeable future? Don't ruin the surprise, DJ. Are we going to have a ground dog? Don't ask questions you don't want the answer to. And yes, John, I did beat it too. You don't always get the best one-liners. You have to share with the room. <laughs> no one laughed at my insane in the membrane joke, and I feel like I did. Insane in the brain. Insane Wait, if we type exclamation no point jump, do we jump? Yeah. Mm. Oh, did you go to be right back because I peed? I'm sorry. Yeah. I also went. So. Oh, so when you oh. go to be right back, it you have an option to say usernames in that, and you have four of the options available. It just says username there instead of actual usernames. <sighs> Thank you, John. I appreciate you sharing with the class. Um, so as you guys are all standing in the living room, uh, you see um, Grayson sprint off into his room um, and you hear him start throwing things across the room. Um, and as he wakes his may makes his way back down, uh, you see him with a handful of items in his arms. Um, and I need everybody to roll a D100. Okay. Are you going to tell me this child just had a collection of magical items in his room? Nice question, Jordan. <laughs> you want toys or not? I got a 56. All right, so as he's walking up to you guys, uh, he's like, I, I, I don't have a lot, but I guess I have to um, give you something. Um, I, this is really the only th way I know how to say thank you. Um, and to Zodak, he hands you an iron ring. Oh, well, do I have something to give you back, kid? <laughs> 97. Um, and then... Like so, it. 97 was Zox. Uh-huh. Um, he uh, approaches you um, with a little bit of hesitation, uh, and he hands you a scroll. Zock takes it and uh, and examines it for any sort of like markings. Uh, like, do you open it? Um, I typically don't like screw with magical items that I don't understand. So you just look at the outside. I mean, I'll. Can I get an Arcana check to see if this thing's gonna blow up if I open it? Yeah. Can I also Arcana check my ring real fast? You sure can. I crit failed, so I'm just gonna open it. 
so as you open it, Zach, uh, you begin to read the most beautiful words of a poem uh, you have ever come across. This is this is incredible. Did you write this? I, I've, I've never opened it. I don't know. I, I, a merchant gave it to me once. What? Why? Don't ask questions you don't want to. I don't. I, you're not my dad. I am now one of five. Uh, and he walks away from you and goes uh, to Balor to give uh, him his gift. I got a thirteen, by the way, for Arcana check. Uh, so as you can feel a magic to this ring, um, me. Uh, sorry, this is for Zodak. Uh, you feel okay. a magic to this ring, and as you look at the ring, um, it's an it's an iron ring, but it's completely covered in rust. Um, but you can tell that if you wear this long enough, something will happen. Can I give it to Tucker to see if he uh, knows anything about the ring? Sure. What this? What it do? Um, well, Tucker, he is our magic item encyclopedia. You want my dictionary? <laughs> He's my encyclopedia. So I do actually books. want to ask the, um, the spirit Naga if it's, if it recognizes it at all. Okay. Um, she looks at the ring and kind of cocks her head to the side. I haven't seen one of those in. Oh, it has been a long time. Um, and you see in her head, she mentally goes to look at something. <laughs> what am I doing? I have the internet. Spirit <laughs> <clears throat> Nagi has good Wi-Fi, but she's the only one. <laughs> Canon, Spirit Nagi is looking up everything on a BlackBerry. Has I can also, I can also just make uh, either history or arcana check myself. Uh, no, that's okay. Um, she says, that's an iron ring of oxidization. Where did you get this? Um, and Grayson uh, is very concerned on why he is talking to um, a, a snake that is coming out of Tucker's arm. Uh, and he backs away. All you mental. guys just keep getting worse and worse. Yeah, they're pretty weird. You haven't run away yet. I, I really don't I have any option. Conversation that's in my head. This is so much better. <laughs> no, no. As soon as you talk to Spirit Nagi, your arm forms and she is now talking to you. Uh that's a that's a ring. Um, don't don't wear that. Wow. Like ever. Why? So, um the longer you wear the ring, then uh it, it'll get rid of its rust. Um, but it will also summon a swarm of rust monsters um, to come re-rust the ring. And they don't stop until the ring has been rusted. Is that, Sounds that a like a curse? good birthday present for Cavalier. Is that a curse on the ring or? Yes. Oh, uh, cool. I can get rid of that. The curse, you, and it's just a rusty ring. You don't want my gift? Well, no, I, we can keep the ring, but I can get rid of the curse so that the monsters don't come along. We could use the ring. Monsters? What? Yeah, so if you wear this ring, 
monsters come along and try to make the ring rusty again. Monsters are worried about rings being dirty? I get This one, apparently, I don't know what significance it has to them, but yeah. I had a dagger once that said very, very, very inappropriate things. Hey, me too. School hasn't taught me anything. Most schools don't. Hey, I have got just, something for me. I've been. To uh, you rolled what? Uh, fifty nine. You said fifty nine. Yeah. Uh, he walks over to you and polishes a ring, uh, and he hands it over to you, and it's a golden ring with a red ruby on top. You should probably so give it to Tucker. This is a chick it's ring. A, it, no, it's a nice ring. Bit of girl, I'll give it to you. Looks kind of girly. No, I got all this stuff from the merchant down the road. He's yeah. only there sometimes. Uh, it has <laughs> to be dusk, and you have to bring him something for you to get something. What do you usually bring him? I don't know, just random stuff I find. It doesn't have to be important. Hey, okay, I see that look. Paperclip for a Ferrari. No, like it's law of equivalent exchange. Yeah, no, it's not the thing. It's like you trade a paperclip to somebody who needs a paperclip for like a pen, and then you trade the pen for like something else, and then it goes up and sure. up. Sure, maybe that's what he's doing. I just bring him random stuff, and he gives me cool things sometimes. Can I hand Tucker the scroll to see if he can make any sense of it? Uh, Yeah. Arcana check to uh, try and read it. Uh, you don't even have to roll Arcana. As soon as you open the, the scroll, uh, you begin to read the words of the most beautiful poem ever written. Hmm. It's a very nice poem. Shouldn't you be crying? Bawling even? <laughs> it's a really... Really nice poem. <laughs> What's he crying? I must not have got it. Did you read it? Yeah. <laughs> Is that... Just don't understand art, I guess. <laughs> Zok, maybe this I mean, we out. have that, and he points up to the wall, and it's the, the cliche pictures of dogs playing poker, uh, but it's not painted. Um, it's just rudely scratched with, like, charcoal. Is it on the wall or is it on like a piece of like removable wood? Because I'm taking that. If it's, it's on a piece of removable wood. Oh yeah, I'm making a shield out of it. I call it my poker face. <laughs> uh, Ballard, do you take the ring? Everyone else is doing it, Tucker. What was this? Um. <laughs> Um, you recognize it. It's just it's a magically enchanted ring. You don't know what the enchantment does, uh, but it's not cursed. Yeah. All right. Um, some kind of enchantment. I unfortunately don't have the magic to uh, tell me what each of these items do. Uh, some of them are just the I. Some of them pop up throughout history. That one was just a really nice poem. Um, I mean, is there any check I could do to try and get more knowledge on this one? I'm assume, I'm assuming not. If you just gave me that much, no. though. No. All right. Yeah, I well, I can't really. I can get rid of any magic on it, but that's about it. Well, let me ask you this: How many rings before 
it's girly. I've got two on now. I Is think it? I think if you have two, I think actually if you have two, it's more girly than if you have three. Because really? it's like one ring is one ring is fine. No one questions it. You have two rings. It's kind of girly. You have three rings. You're back to manly. Oh, it's like odd numbers are cool. Yeah, think of, well, think of like Colin Farrell. Numbers. Colin Farrell's got like 30 rings. Yeah, so it's just like you get past a point. Be 31. Just, <laughs> you get past well. a point and the rings start to become manly again. Well, thanks for telling me. I'm walking around for two rings for like last month. I just thought that you were comfortable enough in your masculinity to just rock it. Well, I'm not, and I grab a ring and I slam it on a finger. Uh, and as soon as you put the ring on, everybody looks at you, and by no control of their own, that's a really nice ring. <laughs> you know, just in unison. That's a nice. Yeah, ring. it's beautiful. It's really nice. I love that. That's, that's, you know what? Come to think of it, it's even better than I thought. Yeah, somehow got more beautiful oh, the minute you put it on. You know what? Don't. Don't bullshit me. I don't need this. No, like, it's... <laughs> Are you crying? No, it's the it's the, the knuckle bite, like... Oh, <laughs> you're choking back tears. The, the Jordan Belmont. Did I give everybody a gift? Did uh, I miss 51. anybody? Yeah. 51. Hey. Uh, he gives you a bottle of purple fluid. Drink, get, drink, get, drink, get. Okay. Any idea what it is? I'm joking. Don't drink it. Please don't drink it. Um, he, said it he said it can only be used a limited number of times. Um, he didn't really explain, but he really doesn't tell me about any of these things. I just like getting cool stuff. <sighs> Grape-flavored. Yeah, can I tell anything about it by tasting it? Um, so as soon as you begin uh, talking, um, you find yourself with the uncontrollable urge uh, to rant about whatever uh, you are most passionate about. Um, and in your head, you are going on the most passionate rant you've ever gone through in your entire life you're pacing back and forth across the room you're using your hands to really articulate um but the rest of you as you look at tucker he's not saying words he's just walking around articulating himself physically he is telling a story uh, but he is absolutely silent is this potion of crackhead Do <laughs> Fowler shouts, can you guys hear him? <laughs> I don't hear anything. It's too uh, weird. As you say that, Tucker gets snapped out of it. Um, and Tucker, you have the feeling like, don't you guys like agree? Like that was so good, right? I mean, I, I feel like my life's changed just because of that. And honestly, I think that if you don't feel the same way, you're wrong. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold uh, on. Can, can I roll for reading lips? 
Um, yeah. Roll perception. I'd say this is probably going to be pretty high. Can I do 12. it as well at disadvantage? Uh, sure. It's 18. Mine would be uh, 10. Um, so, Zog does a pretty good idea. What is Tucker most passionate about? Food. Yeah, uh, cooking. It's just, he's but like, so what would Tucker's um, most like profound, iconic meal be? Like, what is his entrance exam to Julia? Like, if he was trying to get into the most renowned schooling, what would he present as his application? Or can we get what you would like, what you think is the most disgusting thing in food culinary? Like, what has bra- like breached the culinary world as easily the most disgusting abomination to ever have lived? Well, that's Tucker, also good. I will accept either. Tucker just went on a rant about the difference between um, cuisine and Quiznos? gastronomics oh. and how dumb it is that the two are argued over all the time when really they both have their their rightful place within the culinary arts. And <laughs> <laughs> With Sock hearing or like being able to process this, but not being somebody who can experience the joys of food or consumption of any sort of flavor, just sort of nods in agreement and then shrugs when you say like, and if you don't feel the same way, you're wrong. And I and he's just gonna be like <laughs> uh, Zock, you can add to your um <laughs> add to your your knowledge banks that the difference between gastronomics and cuisine is cuisine is specific to locale, whereas gastronomics focuses on the mixtures of flavors between different cuisines. Okay. So <laughs> so yeah. it's cuisine and two cuisines or more. So a gastropub would be like Two Boots Pizzeria in New York City because it's Sicilian and Italian. But a... Is Sicily still in Italy? I mean, it's... Sorry, sorry Sicilian and Louisiana. My bad. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's so, like... Sorry, you had me there. I was like, wait a minute. Am I <laughs> wrong? Way. Have I been thinking they're the same thing or like a branch of the same thing for years? <laughs> Cecily was a girl I went to school with. So as you guys are having this conversation, uh, Grayson disappears and comes back uh, with just a backpack filled to the brim of everything in his home. Uh, He begins to look around um, and just kind of mumbles to himself. I really don't have anything of theirs worth taking. Uh, I think I have something uh, that might be worthwhile and Zodek will reach into his pocket and pull out two rings but, but he's gonna have his fist closed he's gonna uh, reach out your hand uh, he's really hesitant he's like ah trust me I promise weird like the, uh, like the robot I can't say I'm not weird but not like that kind of weird bit different uh, he looks at Odin once again for approval and <laughs> Odin kind of gives one of those and Grayson reluctantly uh, opens out his hand. And uh, he's going to... Zodiac drops the two rings. 
I was able to. Uh, uh, you see yeah. his eyes uh, begin to well uh, as tears begin to pour down his face. Uh, but then he starts laughing maniacally um, and he slowly looks over at Tucker. <laughs> I thought two rings was girly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as he saw you know, uh, off his necklace to slide the two rings onto his necklace. Kids are dark. I like that. It's a bit of a weird joke for your parents that just died. He says <laughs> in his head in a monologue. Uh, Grayson kind of looks around. In your head. You guys can have whatever you want. Um, really don't have anything of like mon- monetary value. Uh, but if we're leaving, I mean, I, I've got my stuff. I'm ready to go whenever you guys are. And I'll take this. Whatever I've been drinking all night. <laughs> uh, so you take the growler? Is there any left? Yeah. Are you still drinking, like, currently? No. Okay, yeah. Cool. That uh, <laughs> goes over to the painting, on, or the etching on the wall of the dog's playing poker i I also got that from the guy down the road he takes it off the wall is it is it like a shield that they just put up as art now it is nice it's a curse shield (laughs) it's my poker face whenever i use it i cannot speak Um, any last words, my friend, to this house? Um, would it be wrong to light it on fire? No, I think that would be the best thing we could do. Purify it. I don't like, I don't, I know that sounds like dark, but there's bad energy here and I don't want that passed on to anybody. If somebody else comes here how are they supposed to have a happy life token <clears throat> in the fire <clears throat> i mean what? token fi- what nothing I, I said nothing that was that was for that was a stream comment not a uh <laughs> um i mean you guys don't have to help i'm sure i can figure out how to start a fire i mean i'm, I'm 13 where's you know, Where's Nick's when you need him? He's been waiting for this <laughs> for like 28 episodes. Like we're all like we were all like super apprehensive that this like know nothing kid is going to join us, and he's like make cracking jokes and want to set stuff on fire. And it's like, all right, you know, um, <laughs> you know, I don't know if you ever saw Cooler's Revenge, the Dragon Ball Z movie. But there's a scene where Piccolo from like up in the mountain, like special beam cannons, the last surviving bad guy for Nyx, because he's doing such good things right now. Could we just say canonically from like out of nowhere, a fireball just comes flying in and just takes the house? Uh, He does look around for a moment. Uh, Balor, can I borrow that for a moment? Pointing to the growler. That's the child speaking. 
Uh, he doesn't really wait for you to respond. He takes it. Um, he kind of looks, uh, this was my dad's favorite. So I thinks it's really fitting. Uh, and he walks into the kitchen and, uh, pops the cork on the back end of it and just starts splashing it around the kitchen, uh, backing out from the house, splashing the alcohol, uh, all over the floor and all over the walls. Well, so much for take whatever you want. Listen, I, I need this. Oh, sure. Have your moment. Whatever. Uh, can anybody teach me, um, like, a magic spell so I can start the fire? Is that something you guys can... I don't really know how magic works. Is that, like, a possibility? <laughs> that would be so great. I'm a flipping dragon. I mean, that's a thing, but don't ask me. You're a copper dragon, aren't you? I don't remember what kind of dragon you are. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were. Are you a red dragon? I'm a red. I'm a red dragon, yeah. So is oh that a no, nobody can teach me how to... Well, we hit a guy. We'll, uh, be a dragon. Him. There's somebody who you haven't met yet who will teach you the ways, and uh, I wish he was here to light that fire right now. Uh, well, I guess until then, uh, he digs into his backpack and uh, pulls out just a flint rock uh, and just starts scraping at it until the spark finally catches uh, and jumps across the just cr across the threshold into the house. Um, and quickly, like gasoline, uh, the fire begins to take over the alcohol as it's poured across the floor and on the walls. And it starts very slow, but the entire house being built of just log and everything being cloth and wood. Uh, but very, very quickly, uh, the house quickly erupts into flames. Uh, it starts off very small, installated just on the inside. Uh, but before you know it, the entire house is engulfed in flames. Um, and Grayson just kind of sits down and just watches the flame uh, just get bigger and bigger. Um, as it gets hotter, he backs away slowly, uh, but really never taking his eyes off of the threshold. Zach will sit next to him at his first position, closer to the house. But as it gets hotter and the child backs up, Zach doesn't move and just sits. <laughs> just started hearing the song. <laughs> <laughs> Did I mention that Grayson's house is big and blue? <laughs> What's playing? Oh, um, there's uh, the big blue house. Goodbye. <laughs> and look at that. It ended exactly at 10 o'clock. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so the scene will fade away. Um, and it's just silhouettes of the group um, staring just a little over just a small hill. Uh, that's sitting in front of the house. Um, and as the silhouette begins to fade out, the fire um, is erupting in flames. And it is massive at this point. Um, and as the you all look around, uh, the town guard is now quickly making way uh, for your group since you're standing there in front of the fire. <laughs> so what do you do? <laughs> Run. This... Zach stands up and says, first lesson, run. Uh, here, kid, come um, with me. And Tucker casts Dimension Door. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, where's the other side of this Dimension Door going to? I will say I need to check how high of a uh, spell slot I have to burn for this one. <laughs> Mr. Five Points of Exhaustion. 
I'm only at three. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, he could get higher if he starts using mana to cast Dimension Door. Yeah, no kidding. Tucker needs to sleep bad. Um, uh, oh, Dimension Door. Sorry, uh, looking at the description. <coughs> Range is 500 feet. Um, uh, ignore that for story aspect. I'm not going to allow you just decide footage at any moment in time. Um, but as you open the door to the mention door, uh, you can see on the inside, uh, you see Rencash uh, walking through the front door of District 5's manor. Um, and she kind of looks towards you guys. What the hell? I can only bring one person with this. <laughs> um, uh, for story fun somatics, you can bring well, everybody. For story fun somatics, I to roll the arcana check just to make it work okay um and that is going to be uh 24 arcana. Uh, that's disappointing because i was gonna let grayson roll magic to see if he could assist all right um so you throw open the door with impressive magical ease with how much how exhausted tucker is right now um and grayson just kind of looked at you with like bewilderment just it's like what? the full sigh kid come with me does the full like um doctor strange like magic door <laughs> thing. uh and as you kind of push him backwards into the door uh, his bag is too heavy um and as he falls backward and falls through the door is now looking up at ren cash um i think we're moving in here um, and the rest of as the rest of you come storming through the door, as Tucker goes to close the door, one of the town guards like, hey, wait, stop. And the door no. slams before he can make it to you guys. No. Um, and we will call it a day there. Um, just a heads up to you guys and just everybody in chat. Uh, next week is going to be a heavy role play because uh, we are going to time jump 12 weeks. Uh, so in that time jump, uh, you guys are going to have the option uh, because Grayson, unless you guys decide otherwise, uh, will be an active roaming party member with you guys. Uh, so it's up to you to decide, not decide, uh, to assist him in his leveling up uh, to get him to a caliber that he's going to be able to fight side by side with you or be an hindrance to the party. Um so in those 12 weeks, uh, you guys are going to have the options to uh, have scenes with Grayson to teach him something, uh, have scenes with each other, uh, run off and do your own tasks uh, to help gather information to pro uh, to progress the story. Um, but yeah, so these next session or two, we're kind of just see how it plays out. Uh, we are going to be time jumping uh, 12 weeks in total. Um there's these next couple of sessions, how long, however long it takes to go through these 12 weeks uh, will be that time jump before we get back to the story uh, actually progressing into something. So come for the lore. But stay for Let's the fun time. do the time warp again. Um, just to confirm, I know we talked about this in the chat before, but I want to do it for our chat here. Um, we're going to be doing that uh intro every week now right oh yeah um so hard start at it's 7 30 your time right 7 30 eastern um 6 30 central if there's any central standard time zone peeps out there along with me no 
No, okay. No, I don't think Just so. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Just you. We all say Ope over yeah, here. Yeah, we'll, we'll be getting in early, and we'll we'll be answering questions about characters, about the storyline. Just you can come in to hang out. We um, will be subjective because, so, as we all know, four geeks, five geeks is not good at being on time. But so the likelihood of all three of them being here on time. But yeah, the hope is that I'll be here on time. I'll be (laughs) moving forward is that we have someone here at least at 730 so that we can start a discussion. And then we have a a hard start time and then a soft start time for the actual session in case someone's running late. And that is your opportunity as well to help help us shape the world that we're in, because with a lot of us, we don't have a lot of history with our characters um, past what you guys have seen here in the stream. So if you ask us questions about our characters, backstories, or, our, or stuff about our characters that you may not have heard through the stream, um, that'll give us an opportunity to develop those characters as well as give you guys a chance to see who you are uh, following around here in Kingdom Come. Um, yeah, like, as, at the start of the stream, somebody asked a question about do... Balor. And... Oh, you're good. Buddy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think we're lagging or something. That's okay. But, and... I, I answered it, but it was a is an answer that I literally hadn't thought about in what over a year ago, and so it was like coming out a little bit organically, a little bit. Oh yeah, I do remember that. So it was really cool. All right. Well, with that, uh, I'm PK. I'm Bozer. I'm Moose. I'm Jeff Sitz. I'm T. And uh, you guys just keep. Geek out. Geek out. Geek out. And also stick around because we're going to raid new crits Bye, on the guys. block. So go say hi. Yeah, please. What? Go say hi to new crits on the block. They're the best. You know, next to us. Yeah, I'm excited the to best. tell them hi. You're the best. Go. Oh, here we go, Raiden. Raiden. Holy shit! Welcome in, four geeks, spy geeks, coming oh, in no. with the no, raid. We're, we're raided. What's up, guys? Looks like he's playing Dota. How similar? Did the stream go? What kind of shenanigans Fun session, did y'all guys. get up to? Heavy. What is up? Guess how much of that was pineapple? Seven percent. None. Like two items. Got John and P. <laughs> we got moose. That means you got Look, Bozer I gave up as, on, as, a, as a DM. You understand oh, this shit. Uh, you have ideas. Odette, how is your guys' you weeks throw going? Them away Are you the ready for me to murder somebody as a spider? Where's his last people? They don't. They're not ready for the spider jump, dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> we burned the house down. <laughs> not only did we burn a house down, we burned a house down to the song that was in a lot of people's childhood, and I think that's important. And just to clarify, um, to make it very clear, he's not a dark, demented soul. <laughs> that part, that scene was intended to him being like letting go of the past and like starting this new chapter of his life. Oh, yeah.